بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد ونسلی علی رسول الکریم اما بعد دیز ایکسٹریکٹس فرام دی سینگس فرام دی اسٹیٹمنٹس فرام بیانس فرام انفارمل ڈسکشنز آف حضرت مولانا شاہ کی محمد اختر صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ اور شیخ مرشد سو یو ول ریڈ فرام یور اینڈ ان شاء اللہ ڈسکس سم آف دیز ایسپیکٹس فرسٹ ملفوز دٹ از یور غیر اللہ سے دل کی حفاظت کا ایک وظیفہ وظیفہ ٹو پروٹیکٹ ون سیلف فرام غیر اللہ فرام گیٹنگ اٹیچڈ ٹو غیر اللہ تھنگز دیٹ ڈسٹریکٹ ون فرام اللہ تعالیٰ دنیا واٹ از کال دنیا اینی تھنگ اینڈ ایوری تھنگ دیٹ از میٹیریل از ناٹ نیسیسرلی دنیا ان ٹرمز آف واٹ ٹرمنالوجی آف قرآن حدیث شریف از دنیا وی نارملی ٹاک اباؤٹ ایز دا ورلڈ اور میٹیریل بٹ دیٹ پارٹ آف دا میٹیریل از ایکچولی دنیا ان دس ٹرمنالوجی کلو ما الحد کا انل آخرہ وٹ ایور ڈسٹریکٹس یو فرام دا آخرت سو اف سم بڈیز میٹیریل پوزیشنس آر بیکمنگ ڈسٹریکشن فرام دا آخرت Uh, he is getting caught up in that in a way where he is getting involved in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Then that is dunya. But if that same material is being used in a way that he gets closer to Allah Ta'ala, then that is not dunya, that is ni'mal mata'a. That is the very great provision that Allah Ta'ala has blessed a person with. So dunya, that dunya is, that is dunya what becomes a distraction. then sometimes a person might have a lot of material things and that can become a distraction somebody can have a little also and it can become a distraction if he is not using it correctly he is not keeping his mind and heart in the right place he is getting caught up in whatever that might be that becomes dunya so in any case this is something that is saying that ghayrullah se dil ki hifazat ka ek wazifa wazifa to be safe from ghayrullah So the compiler, Hazrat Mir Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali, he is first giving the background to this. He is saying that Hindustan se ek raiz mehman aaye huye the, that there was a very wealthy person that had come as a guest from India. This is in Pakistan, in Karachi. And one very extremely wealthy person had come from India to stay with Hazrat for some time or to visit him. So Hazrat then told Hazrat Mir Sahib, Hazrat Wala ne ahtar raqim ul huruf se farmaya, کہ میرے شیخ فرماتے تھے کہ جب کوئی امیر مہمان ہو تو یا مغنی پڑھتے رہو تاکہ دل ان کی امیری و مال کی طرف مائل نہ ہو سو حضرت رحمت اللہ علیہ ایکسپلین ٹو حضرت میر صاحب اینڈ سیٹ ٹو ہم دیٹ مائی شیخ میننگ حضرت شاہ عبد الغنی پھول پوری رحمت اللہ علیہ مائی شیخ یوز ٹو سی ٹو می دیٹ وین دیز اے ویری ویلتی پرسن ایز مہمان ایز اے گیسٹ دین کیپ ریسائٹنگ ریپیٹڈلی یا مغنی is among the attributes of Allah Ta'ala, Mughni. Mughni is that being who gives independence, who is independent himself and gives wealthiness to others. So Allah Ta'ala is that being who is beyond every independence and he grants wealth, he grants good. So keep reciting Ya Mughni so that with the barakat of this recitation, your heart does not become inclined to this person's wealth. <coughs> 
Now on the one side, this is a wazifa that, that is teaching that don't, uh, that recite this so that your heart doesn't become inclined to the person's wealth, his worldly position, etc. But the other lesson in this is, the lesson in it is that the Ahlullah, their hearts, with Allah Ta'ala, they will associate with all whatever level of society somebody is in, for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, they'll associate with everyone. But at the same time, the concern is that the heart must not get caught up in somebody else's dunya. Now, this is a lesson for us, that how much we should be trying to keep our hearts disinclined from dunya. Disinclined from dunya in the sense that that doesn't become the thing that occupies the heart and mind all the time. One is a person, he is got a business to run, so he's going to think about what's to be done, what's to be bought and what's to be sold and what's whatever other day-to-day activities have to be sorted out. He's going to think about it. That's one aspect of it, that's fine. But where this occupies the heart and mind, day and night, a person is eating, that's where his heart is, a person is sleeping, that's where his heart is, person is driving, that's where his heart is. And all the time, this is the preoccupation of the mind. What next? How to move this forward? What's the next target? So that becomes a major problem. So there is a time for that to be taken care of. Person has given adequate time to take care of his worldly requirements. But the rest of the heart and mind should be now occupied on how to progress in deen, how to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. So such a person who has this primary object, then even in the midst of that business too, he will be looking at how that business also can become a means of him getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise, in the midst of Salah also, a person will be thinking about how to progress the business. This is the whole difference. The person who has made his heart and mind primarily directed towards getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. This is my object. This is how I need to live my life, how I can become close to Allah Ta'ala. How I can become a means of the betterment of others also to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. Now this is his concern, then even in his business too, this is what he will be thinking. He'll be worrying about how to put the items properly on display so that it gets sold. He'll be concerned about serving the customer also. He'll be taking care about seeing to it that everything is being done in an orderly way. In the midst of all that, he'll be thinking about how to get closer to Allah Ta'ala with all this. And otherwise, in the midst of his salah too, he'll be thinking, now what else to buy? And which sale is on somewhere? And in the meantime, he sold his salah off somewhere. So this is the thing that is being taught here, that to keep the heart disinclined from the dunya of others. So this is the wazifa has taught of the Mirsab that keep reciting Ya Mughni in such times, every now and again in the heart. Another malfuz, Qurb ka madar aamal ikhtiyariya par hai. Aamal ghair ikhtiyariya par nahi hai. That gaining the closeness of Allah Ta'ala this is dependent on those amal, those actions which are in a person's control. Not on those things which are beyond his control. Now what does this refer to? 
So further is explaining. Now this is an extract. So perhaps what was being discussed was the uh, aspect of dua, where it is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that when a person makes dua, he should cry. He should shed tears in front of Allah Taala. But at the same time, in the Hadith, it's also mentioned that if you cannot cry, then adopt the appearance of a crying person. Now, on that note, Hazrat is explaining, "Rone se murad hai ke rone walo ka sam mubi nahi bana rahe the, kyunke rona to ek fale ghair ikhtiyari hai, lekin rone walo ki shakal bana lena ikhtiyari hai." So now, if a person is not even crying in du'a, then he is now not really fulfilling the right of that du'a. But what does this crying in du'a mean? What this means is that if a person is not even adopting the appearance of humility, he is not even adopting the appearance of a crying person, then he hasn't fulfilled the right of du'a. Actually crying, this is not a voluntary thing. It's not something in his control. It might happen sometimes. Sometimes it might not happen. So that is not the basis for which Allah Taala will judge a person. But to make the appearance of an of a crying person that is in his control, that he can adopt at any time, that is all he is required to do. So that is what he will get closer to Allah Taala with, and his du'a will get closer to acceptance. Qurub a'mal ikhtiyariya par mawkuf hai. That the closeness of Allah Taala is dependent on those things which are within a person's capacity and control. And this is an extremely important thing to bear in mind, because many a person gets despondent because he can't experience certain feelings that apparently somebody else is experiencing. So now, this feeling or that drive from within, I don't seem to have that drive or that enthusiasm and shock that somebody else seems to be very easily able to do many amal and he has that enthusiasm and I don't have this. So a person has that enthusiasm, it's a good thing. Alhamdulillah, that's a ni'mat. But a person doesn't have it, but he's still doing what he's supposed to be doing. Without that drive, without that enthusiasm, he's still performing his salah, he's still making his tilawat, he's still making his tasbihat, his zikr, his azkar, dua, he's still pushing himself to do whatever else has to be done in terms of deen. So obviously there'll be more mujahada involved. Person who is got that shock and enthusiasm, he'll be very easily moving towards it. The person who is lacking it will be pushing himself. That extra mujahada will bring extra mushahada. That will bring further closeness to Allah Ta'ala. And that will bring greater reward as well. So, he will not be deprived because of the lack of that feeling. He will be blessed on what he is doing. And because he is making a greater effort, greater mujahada, he will get greater blessings from Allah Ta'ala. Greater rewards. Further explaining the same aspect, Hazrat says that At-tabaki kalbaki batakalluf rone wala bi rone wala hai. That the person who adopts the appearance of a crying person, he is as if he is a crying person. He is the same. Kyo shaks ye kehta hai ki jisko rona na aaye wo qurb se mahroom hai, usko deen ki samaj nahi. If a person says that a person who cannot cry, then he is far away from Allah Ta'ala and he is deprived of the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. Such a person lacks all understanding of deen. Balki wo shakhs muharrif deen hai. Actually he is distorting deen. By saying such a thing, that a person who cannot shed tears is 
far away from Allah Ta'ala, or he cannot get the closeness of Allah Ta'ala, that's actually distorting deen. Because Isa Shaks Aamale Ghair Ikhtiariya ko Kurub ka Mokuf Ali Bataraha. He is making something that is involuntary the basis of getting the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala hasn't made anything involuntary the basis of his nearness. Halaki Jisko Rona Nahi Ata Uska Dil Rota hai. Ki hai muje rona nahi araha hai. He afsos he dil karona hai. Whereas the person who cannot shed tears, often such a person's heart cries. My eyes are also so dry, I can't even shed any tears. And that is the real crying. The real crying is the crying of the heart. Now, many a times, a person whose eyes are not shedding tears, then upon that his heart is crying. So he is getting even closer to Allah Ta'ala than the person who apparently is shedding tears. Ye afsos hi dil karona hai. This sorrow of the heart, this grief and this feeling that what's the problem with me, I can't even cry, that itself is the crying of the heart. And this is the real crying, that the heart cries. When the heart cries, this brings down the mercies of Allah Ta'ala. Ek shakhs khub ro raha hai, lekin dil mein ujb o kibar paida ho gaya, ki aaj mera darja fala shakhs se bar gaya ho ga, kyunke mein khub ro raha ho, aur dousre shakhs ko rona nahi aya, aur us shakhs ka dil ro raha hai, ki hai mujhe rona bhi nahi aata. So one person is crying, he's shedding tears, but in that moment of shedding tears, or thereafter, he suddenly now became proud. This vanity came in. MashaAllah, my tears were flowing, and that person was just sitting quietly, nothing. So I am better off. This thought of better off due to those tears has dropped him. This has now brought him down. And that poor person who couldn't shed tears, his heart was crying. That hi, mujhe rona bhi nahi aata, that I can't even shed any tears. Fala shaks mujhse achha hai, kaisa ro raha hai. And he's looking at the person shedding tears and saying, MashaAllah, look at this person. Yahan na rone wala kurbe ala par faiz hai. Or rone wala kurbe asfal par hai. Now in this particular situation, the person who was shedding tears and thought he is now somebody, he is fallen. And the person whose eyes were dry but his heart was crying, he is gone way closer to Allah Ta'ala. Lihada is baat ko yaad rakna chahiye, ke qurb aamal ikhtiyariya par mokuf hai, aamal ghair ikhtiyariya ko isme dakhal nahi. So therefore this is something to always remember, that the closeness of Allah Ta'ala is dependent on aamal ikhtiyariya, on voluntary actions, things which are in the capacity of a person to do. It's not based on involuntary things, feelings, etc. This is not the basis of the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. Shaitan ki ek bhot bari chal se najat. That saving oneself from a very major deception of shaitan and a trap of shaitan. Irshad farmaya ki shaitan bara chal baaz hai. Ye tarah tarah se rasta marta hai. It says that shaitan, he is a very big deceit and he in various ways tries to waylay a person. Guna karne se pehle guna ko chota dikhata hai. Taake aadmi guna kar le. Before a person gets involved in a sin, it's a major sin also, but shaitan makes it look like something very minor. Anamizes it, well, the least deception that he, or the 
when other deceptions don't seem to take a person into it, then he makes it small in this way, and he puts this thought in his mind and heart. You see, the thing is that the door of Toba is open. The door of Toba is open, so now you are, after all, human also. So if you commit the sin, the door of Toba is open, then you'll make Toba and all come right. So with this thought of Toba, Toba was meant for the person who fell by chance into some wrong. So that person who got burnt by mistake, Toba is the ointment now to take care of that wound. So a person because he has the ointment, doesn't say, well since I have the ointment, let me put my hand in the fire. But shaitan, this is what he does, that you got the ointment, so why are you refraining from putting your hand in the fire? So he makes him plan sin. He makes him start contemplating of how to commit sin. And this is one of the ways shaitan deceives him. So, before the sin, shaitan makes that sin look very small. But then when a person has fallen into it, gunah ko barad gunah ke baad gunah ko bara dikha kar Allah Ta'ala se mayus karta hai but then after a person has fallen then shaitan magnifies that and he makes it look like very major meaning so major that this is now something you are a right of case now there is no way you are going to be able to come out of this or save yourself from anything from the consequences and doing this shaitan tries to make the person despondent And shaitan tries to make this very big so that the person doesn't even go towards Toba and doesn't try to cry in front of Allah Ta'ala and get it forgiven. Because shaitan knows that if this person now goes and cries in front of Allah Ta'ala, sometimes that crying of his and that sincere Toba, that tears of repentance, will take him to a point that is closer to Allah Ta'ala than where he was previously. So this became a means of his greater closeness to Allah Ta'ala. So shaitan now will magnify this to prevent this person from this sincere tawbah, prevent him from crying in front of Allah Ta'ala. Isliye agar kabhi guna ho jaye, to mayus hone ki zarurat nahi. Foran Allah Ta'ala se ruju kar lo, aur sajda gaah ko aasuo se tar kar do. Ephosat says, Allah forbid, a person has fallen in some sin, never become despondent. Our deen, Allah Ta'ala's gift is so vast. On the one hand, Allah Ta'ala has given us all the warnings of sin, and all the harms of the gunas and sins, and has deterred us from every kind of wrong and evil by giving us the details of all what, are, what is in store for those who blatantly disobey Allah Ta'ala but at the same time this is Allah Ta'ala's unlimited grace and mercy Allah Ta'ala at the same time has given such an ointment such as Tawbah and has not left any person in a state of despondency but this is the thing that a person must never delay that Tawbah so what Hazrat is saying is that if a person has unfortunately fallen in some sin never ever become despondent immediately turn to Allah Ta'ala and wet the place of sajda with the sins of repentance and inshallah Allah Ta'ala will forgive him. Agar admi bar bar jism mein najasat laga le aur samandar ke qareeb is liye na jaye ke sharam aati hai ke samandar bhi kya kahega 
کہ بار بار نجاست لگاتا آتا ہے کیا اس کے بار بار نجاست لگا لگا کر آنے سے سمندر پر اس نجاست کا کوئی اثر پڑے گا پرسن کیپس فالنگ ان ٹو فلت اینڈ بیکاز نا ہی کیپس فالنگ ان ٹو فلت اینڈ ڈرٹ اینڈ مک سو نا ہی ڈزنٹ گو ٹو دا اوشن سیز دا اوشن آلسو ایم فیلنگ اے شیم ایم فیلنگ امبیرس ناؤ وٹ دا سی ول ٹیل دس فیلو ایوری ٹائم کیپس کمنگ سو فل دی سو اف اے پرسن ہیز fallen into najasat and filth hundred times also will that hundred times of najasat also make any difference to the ocean does it have any effect and does it diminish the purity of the ocean in any way nothing at all samandar to yahi kahega ke aato sahi hamari ek moj teri sari najasaton ko dhone ke liye kafi hai the ocean will say to him if it could speak the ocean would say to him that you come don't worry you come One wave of mine is enough to wash you clean completely. The whole ocean is too much. Just one wave is enough. It will wash all your dirt away. And together with that, all the filth that you have brought upon yourself, it won't make any difference to me. That is what the, saman- the ocean will say to him. Samandar to makhluk hai. Makhluk me Allah ne sifat rakh di hai. تو پھر اللہ تعالیٰ کی صفات کو کیوں محدود سمجھتے ہو دا اوشن از جسٹ ون کریشن آف اللہ تعالیٰ اینڈ دس ون کریشن آف اللہ تعالیٰ از سچ دیٹ ون ویو آف اٹ ول پیوریفائی دا پرسن ایکسٹرنلی آبویسلی اینڈ دا سیم ٹائم وونٹ گیٹ امپیور اٹ سیلف دیٹ آفٹر دس ون ویو کیم اینڈ واش دس پرسن آف اف دا گرینڈ مفتی آف دا ٹائم آلسو کمز اینڈ میکس وزو فرام دا سیم اسپاٹ آف واٹر دیٹ واٹر از اسٹل پارک that water of the ocean is 100% park because that whatever it washed off will fizzle out in a moment no effect of that will remain in that water so that water cleaned him out and still remained totally without any effect of this person's dirt on it now this is just one very minute creation of Allah Ta'ala the ocean and Allah Ta'ala has put this quality in this ocean so Allah Ta'ala's attributes are unlimited If this one minute creation can have this quality from the creation of Allah Ta'ala, that it can purify without becoming impure. That Allah Ta'ala's attributes are unlimited. Makhluk me Allah ne ye sifat rakh di, to phir Allah ki sifat ko kyun mahdood samajhte ho? Is lehe kaisa hi guna ho jaye, kabhi haq ta'ala se mayus na hona chahe. Therefore, no matter what happens, never ever become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. بس توبہ و استغفار کر لو پاک ہو جاؤ گے امیڈیٹلی ٹرن ٹو توبہ استغفار یو بیکم پیوریفائڈ ہاں جو لوگ سمندر سے دور ہے وہ خطرے میں ہے کہ ان کی نجاست کبھی دور نہ ہوگی بٹ اف اے پرسن دین ریمینس فار اوے فرام دا اوشن اٹ سیلف دیٹ پرسن از ان ڈینجر بیکاز ناؤ ہی اسٹینگ فار اوے فرام دا اوشن دین ہی کے ناٹ پیوریفائی ہم سیلف ہی کے ناٹ ٹرین ہم سیلف سو One needs to stay close to the ocean. He needs to turn immediately to Toba. He must not delay that. Because then he is delaying. He is now saying far. That is a dangerous thing. This is Ruhani Nashur Numa ki ek misal. That an example of the spiritual nurturing. How a child grows physically so now how a person grows spiritually 
ارشاد فرمایا کہ درخت اس وقت پھولتا ہے جبکہ اس میں داخلی گرمی بھی ہو اور خارجی گرمی بھی ہو دری اے پلانٹ گروز اینڈ انٹرنل ہیٹ دیٹ ڈیولپ اٹ اینڈ آلسو اٹ ریسیو سم ایکسٹرنل ہیٹ خارجی گرمی تو آفتاب سے پہنچتی ہے The external heat comes via the sun, the rays of the sun fall on it, so this helps it to grow. And the daakhili garmi ke liye uski jaro mein khaad diya jata hai. And for the heat from within, this fertilizer that is put into the soil, so through the roots it absorbs the fertilizer and this brings this heat from within it. Agar daakhili aur khariji dono hararato mein se agar ek hararat bhi na mile, تو درخت کا نشو نما نہیں ہو سکتا ایکسٹرنل ہیٹ فرام دا ریز آف دا سن اینڈ ٹوگیدر ود دس انٹرنل ہیٹ وچ اٹ ایبزارب فرام دا گراؤنڈ وین بوتھ دیز آر ایف ون آف دیز ٹو آر ناٹ دے دین دس تھری ول ناٹ گرو پروپرلی تو درخت کا نشو نما نہیں ہو سکتا اٹ کے ناٹ گرو اس درخت میں پھل پھول نہیں آ سکتے fruit the flowers very difficult for this tree to bear the fruit and flowers dono qisam ki garmi zaruri hai both these heats the external and the internal heat both are necessary for this tree to flourish and for it to bear the flowers and fruit isi tarah salik ke liye bhi dakhili garmi aur kharji garmi ki zarurat hai so likewise the salik The person who is traversing the path of suluk, trying to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, trying to make his islah and tazkiyah and become the true servant of Allah Ta'ala, he also requires both the external and internal heat. Daakhili garmi to zikr aur paamadi ya maamulat se hasil hoti hai. The internal heat is via the zikr, tasbihat, maamulat, being constant on it. This keeps the inner heat in place and this provides that inner heat. ہیٹ اور خارجی گرمی کے لیے ضروری ہے کہ آفتاب ولایت کی معیت حاصل ہو یعنی صحبت شیخ نصیب ہو اینڈ ایکسٹرنل ہیٹ دس از نیسیسری دیٹ ہی ایڈاپٹ دی صحبت اینڈ دی کمپنی آف دا شیخ جب تک آفتاب نبوت موجود ہے اس وقت روح کی خارجی گرمی اس کی صحبت سے حاصل ہوگی اور آفتاب نبوت کے مستور ہو جانے کے بعد آفتاب ولایت سے حرارت خارجی حاصل ہوگی وائل دی سن آف نبوت وائل نبی صلی اللہ وسلم واز پریزنٹ دین دس ایکسٹرنل ہیٹ واز تھرو دی کمپنی آف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اینڈ دس واز سچ اے ٹریمنڈس تھنگ دیٹ ان ون مومنٹ دیٹ ہیٹ آف دی نبوت اٹ ٹرانسفرڈ اے پرسن ان ٹو صحابیت اٹ ٹوک اے پرسن ٹو دیٹ رینک وی آل دی پیپل آفٹر دی اولیا آف دی ٹائم اینڈ آل دی اولیا آف دی ورلڈ cannot reach the rank of one sahabi so while nabi sallallahu was present this was in the company of nabi sallallahu that this heat was derived and after the sun of nubuwwat was set then the aftab wilayat se hararat kharji hasil hogi now this will be attained via the ahlullah of the time that a person has to adopt their company baghair uske qalb aur ruh ka nasho numa na mumkin hai without this company it is very difficult it is hazrat says na mumkin impossible to attain this growth of the ruh 
خیر القرون میں صحابہ رضی اللہ عنہ مجمعین کو آفتاب نبوت سے یہ خارجی حرارت حاصل ہوتی تھی اور یہ اسی آفتاب کا فیض ہے کہ اب قیامت تک کوئی ولی صحابہ کے مقام کو نہیں پا سکتا ان دی ٹائم آف دی صحابہ دے ریسیو دس ایکسٹرنل ہیٹ وائی رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اینڈ دس واز دا بینیفٹ آف دس ایکسٹرنل ہیٹ دیٹ دیر آفٹر نو ولی کین ریچ دا رینک آف اینی صحابی داخلی حرارت حضرت اویس کرنی رحمت اللہ علیہ میں بدرجے اتم موجود تھی لیکن آفتاب نبوت سے براہ راست فیضیاب نہ ہونے کی وجہ سے مقام صحابیت حاصل نہ ہو سکا حضرت اویس کرنی رحمت اللہ علیہ گریٹسٹ آف آل دی تابعین ہی ہیڈ دا ہائیسٹ لیول آف دا انٹرنل ہیٹ بیکاز ہی واز آن دی گریٹسٹ آف دی تابعین But he did not have the opportunity to be directly in the company of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So as a result, he did not get this direct benefit of the rays of the son of Nubuwad. So he did not gain, gain the rank of Sahabi, he did not become a Sahabi. So despite his position and rank as a Tabi'i, but he cannot match the rank of any Sahabi, the lowest Sahabi also. So this was the effect of company. This is the lesson that has been given that this is an extremely important thing the company a person keeps. The company he keeps this has a direct effect on what is going to be the effect on him either positive or negative. If he keeps the right company it will have a positive effect. The negative company it will certainly have a negative effect. اسی طرح اگر کوئی شیخ کامل کی صحبت میں رہتا ہے لیکن ذکر و معمولات اور اعمال صالحہ کی پابندی نہیں کرتا تو بھی اس کی روح کا نشو نمان نہیں ہو سکتا لائک وائز اے پرسن کین بی ان دا کمپنی آف اے شیخ کامل کین بی ان دا کمپنی آف دا گریٹسٹ شیخ آف دا ٹائم ٹو بٹ ہی از ناٹ پنکچول آن ہیز ذکر آن ہیز معمولات آن فلنگ آل دی کوریکٹ اعمال صالحہ آل دی رائٹس ایکشنز ہی از ناٹ پنکچول آن دیز تھنگز دین ٹو ہیز روح ول ناٹ گین دیٹ گروتھ Both these things are necessary. Now he is in the correct company, but he is not providing the internal heat. Then too he will not be able to gain this growth in his roo and reach that closeness of Allah Ta'ala. Uski jaan ke darakht mein phal phool nahi lag sakte. So in the tree of his roo, the flowers and fruit won't bear. He will remain without this. Yani uski jaan ba khuda nahi ho sakti. In other words, he cannot become a... وہ خارجی گرمی تو حاصل کر رہا ہے لیکن داخلی گرمی سے محروم ہے تو ہی از ریسیونگ ریز آف دا سن ہی از ریسیونگ ریز آف دیٹ کمپنی دا ہیٹ آف دا ایکسٹرنل ہیٹ از گیٹنگ بٹ ہی از ڈپرائیونگ ہم سیلف آف دس انٹرنل ہیٹ سو دے فور ہی ول ریمین وداؤٹ دس گروتھ سو دے فور دا لیسن ان دس واز دیٹ اے پرسن بوتھ دیز تھنگز آر نیسری He requires the internal heat as well, the zikr, the tasbihat, ma'amulat, this must be constant. There must not be one day that a person is doing it and one day he is missing it. And at the same time, the company of the mashayikh is also necessary. Another 
سب ٹائٹل طالب جاہ کو اللہ نہیں مل سکتا طالب جاہ لاسٹ نائٹ وی ڈسکس دس ان پاسنگ دیٹ دے آر ٹو ایشوز بیسکلی ان دا پاتھ آف دی سالک اینڈ دا پاتھ آف اینی مومن فار دیٹ میٹر اینڈ اف یو برنگس دیز ٹو ایشوز انڈر کنٹرول دین ایوری تھنگ از انڈر کنٹرول ون از جاہ جاہ از دس ایگو all the things that emanate as a result of this ego all the evils it's pride vanity and all the other sins that emanate as a result of this ego so a person who is somebody who is caught up in this trap of this ego then such a person cannot gain the love of allah taala the closeness of allah taala this is the topic of this extract ارشاد فرمایا کہ کبھی شیطان دل میں وسوسہ ڈالتا ہے کہ آج محنت و مجاہدہ کر لو ایک دن تم بھی شیخ ہو جاؤ گے تمہارے پاس بھی مخلوق دعا کرانے آئے گی سم ٹائم شیطان پچ دس وسوسہ اینڈ دس وسپر ان سم بریز ہارڈ دیٹ لک ناؤ یو ورک ہارڈ میک الاٹ آف مجاہدہ ون ڈے یو بیکم اے بگ شیخ اینڈ پیپل ول آل لائن اپ اینڈ کم ٹو آسٹ یو فار دعا آلسو تمہارے مکان کے سامنے بھی کاریں کھڑی ہوں گی لوگ آگے آگے پیچھے پھر پھریں گے اینڈ یو آلسو ہیو لار آف پیپل فالوئنگ یو سو ڈونٹ وری دس ٹائم ول کم یو کیری آن ناؤ یہ خیال اللہ تعالیٰ کے راستہ کا بہت بڑا بت ہے سیز دس از اے ویری بگ آئیڈل ان دی پارٹ آف اللہ تعالیٰ دس از این کائن آف آئیڈل ورشپ جس کے دل میں اللہ کے علاوہ کوئی اور طلب ہوگی اسے کبھی اللہ نہیں مل سکتا If a person is aspiring for anything but Allah, he can never reach Allah Ta'ala. Because this person is not a person of Allah, he Because such a person is not seeking Allah Ta'ala. He is seeking this ego, to, how to grow this ego. So he is not seeking Allah Ta'ala, where is he going to get Allah Ta'ala? Mawla ko bicha raha hai aur ghulamo ki bhi talab hai. Oh, at the most he is trying to reach Allah Ta'ala, but he is also trying to reach the, the slaves of Allah Ta'ala. How is going to manage to reach Allah Ta'ala? Isse Mawla nahi mil sakta. Kyunki isne Mawla ko nahi pehchana. So this person won't reach Allah Ta'ala because he hasn't recognized him. Agar Mawla ki ma'rifat wa azmat uske qalb par munkashif ho jati, to ghulamo ki azmat bhala dil mein reh sakti thi. Had he gained the recognition of the master, and he had been, this had opened out on his heart, that what is the highness of the master, would he have had any place for the slaves in his heart then he would have had the master in his heart only jiske paas 1 lakh rupaye ka note ho aur wo aat aane ki tamanna kare to kaha jayega a person has 1 billion with him this as example person is owning 1 billion and now he is looking at somebody else's 1 rand and he is feeling envious of it oh he is having some kind of greatness of that 1 rand which somebody else has so what is the person going to ever achieve he is somebody far from reality he doesn't have the reality of what is with him khaliq mil raha ho aur makhluk ki tamanna kare to ye shakhs ghair arif hai where he has the opportunity to reach allah taala but he is still aspiring for the makhluk he can be connected to allah taala the khaliq but he is aspiring for the makhluk this person hasn't gained any recognition of allah taala خالق کے ملتے ہوئے مخلوق کی تمنا کرنا معرفت کے خلاف ہے 
closeness to the makhluk, this is totally against ma'rifat and recognition of Allah Ta'ala. Usko haq ta'ala nahi mil sakta. Then he cannot achieve the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. says that Ishad farmaya ke jis zameen par ahyanan koi guna ho gaya masalan badnigai ho gayi to usi jagah thir jaye aur wahi toba kar le aur subhanallah ya alhamdulillah ya koi nek amal kare khudana khasta person slipped and he fell into some sin now he was walking and his gaze slipped he cast some haram glance. So let's say stop on that spot. Stop on that spot and make Tawbah right there from your heart. And on that spot recite one Subhanallah, recite one Alhamdulillah. Do some righteous action on that spot. To Qiyamat ke din jab zameen Allah Ta'ala ke saamne uske guna ki gawahi degi, to uski Tawbah aur neki ki gawahi bhi degi. On that day, in the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, Yawma izin tuhaddithu akhbaraha. On the day of Qiyamah, even the ground will speak and it will testify against the person that this person committed this sin on me and this day, whoever. So the ground will also give evidence against him. So now if this person, wherever he slipped and where he committed this guna, if on the same spot he made Tawbah also, so the day, on, the day of Qiyamah, if that ground has to give evidence against him, the same ground will also testify that he also made Tawbah on me. And he also did this righteous action on me. So this will overcome what happened prior to it. Islam ke deen-e fitrat hone ki dalil. This is itself, what is it explaining further? This is itself a testimony that Islam is a natural deen. It is totally in conformance to what is natural. Others had to make things batakalluf. Try to, but as a result, after time they feel, no, this is not working out, we have to change this. But the thing we change now is creating bigger problems. Whereas deen is something natural. It is what is the perfect system. So, Ishaad farmaya ke zina ko bain al-aqwami taur par mazmoom fail samjha jata hai. That zina and adultery, this is something that is regarded as an evil everywhere, internationally. Anyone and everyone. Meaning anyone that's sane, obviously. Somebody that's insane now, that is excluded from the discussion. Any person, any community, any person may be following anything in the world. But provided that there is sanity, then anyone will regard adultery and fornication as a evil deed, something that is terrible. Lekin bad nazari, jo uska muqaddama wa sabab hai, usko insaan ka koi khud saakta kanoon jurm qaran nahi deta. But when it comes to casting haram glances, then all the man-made laws, zina to anyone and everyone regards as evil. But casting lustful glances, no man-made law has ever outlawed this. Any man-made law has never regarded this or described it as an evil. 
یہ صرف وحی الہی کا احسان ہے جو معصیت کے اسباب و مقدمات کو بھی حرام قرار دیتی ہے دس از اونلی دا فیور آف دی وحی اف اللہ تعالی اینڈ ریولیشن فرام اللہ تعالی دیٹ ایون دا تھنگز دیٹ لیڈ ٹو میجر سن دوز تھنگز دیٹ بیکم دا اسٹیپنگ اسٹون ٹو سن دوز تھنگز ہیو آلسو بین آؤٹ لاڈ زنا کو حرام قرار دیا تو اس فیل خبیص کے مقدمہ کو بھی حرام کر دیا سنس اللہ تعالیٰ ہیز میڈ زنا حرام اللہ تعالیٰ ایون میڈ دا اسٹیپنگ اسٹون ٹو دس ٹیربل ایول آلسو حرام اینڈ دا اسٹیپنگ اسٹون ٹو دیٹ از دا کاسٹنگ آف حرام گلانسز تاکہ زنا کا ارتقاب ہی نہ ہو سکے سو دیٹ دا زنا اٹ سیلف نیور ایور دن کین ٹیک پلیس اللہ تعالیٰ فرماتے ہیں کل المنینہ یا غب من افسار غد بسر کا حکم ہم اسی لیے دے رہے ہیں کہ اگر آنکھوں سے حسن مجازی کی طرف دیکھو گے تو میلان ہونا لازمی ہے اور میلان سے عشق اور عشق سے زنا اور اس طرح کے افعال خبیصہ میں مبتلا ہو کر آخرت کو تباہ کر لو گے سو اللہ تعالیٰ سنگ دیٹ آئی ایم گونگ یو دس کمانڈ آف لوئرنگ یو گیزز بیکاز اف یو آر گوئنگ ٹو لیٹ دس گیز وانڈ انٹرنیشن is going to cause an attraction and from that attraction there will be this fire of illicit love that will be kindled and from this illicit love this will take a person towards haram towards zina and he will get involved in this terrible deed and he will destroy his akhirat so isliye wahi ilahi ne sirf maasiyat ko hi haram nahi qarar diya balki maasiyat ke asbab aur muqaddamat ko bhi haram kar diya therefore the revelation and wahi of allah taala didn't only make the terrible deed of zina haram but even that which led to it and the stepping stone to zina that to allah taala made haram kyunki sabab ki maujoodgi hi se musabbab ki maujoodgi lazim aati hai because when the means are there then the consequences will happen the consequences come from the means and when casting haram glances is the means for this terrible consequence when this is going to be unchecked this is going to be allowed to roam freely then something or the other is going to happen further from there sabab maujood na ho to musabbab bhi maujood nahi ho sakta and if the means have been removed the consequences and the end result also won't happen jis tarah petrol ke paas chingari sabab hai aag bharakne ka agar chingari na hogi to aag bhi nahi bharak sakti isi tarah badnigahi sabab hai zina ka اگر آنکھوں کی حفاظت کی جائے گی تو شرم گاہ بھی محفوظ رہے گی لائک اے پرسن دس پیٹرل اور دا پیٹرل از دے ایٹ فلنگ اسٹیشنز دے ہیو دس ویری پرومنٹ سائنس دیٹ نو اسموکنگ وائی نو اسموکنگ بیکاز دس پلیس از فلیمبل دس فیومز آف دا فیول آل اوور دا ایٹموسفیئر دے اینڈ ناؤ دس ریکوائر از اے اسپارک اینڈ اف دیز اے اسپارک دا ہول پلیس کین بیکم این انفرنو So now wherever there's petrol, then even from the spark, a person is prohibited from bringing a spark anywhere close to it. So likewise, in the presence of where this explosion can take place, now a person is in the presence of non-maharams, so now that is fuel, that is petrol, and this haram glance, this provides a spark. So then this is going to end up in an explosion. It we'll says that, Aankho ki hifazat ki jayegi, to sharam gaabi mahfuz rahegi. So therefore, 
if a person protects his gaze, then his chastity will also remain safe and pure. Isiliya yahuddu min absarihim ke baad wa yahfadu furujahum farmaya. Therefore, in the ayat of the Quran Sharif, together with saying, tell the believing men to lower their gazes, immediately Allah Ta'ala says, and to protect their private parts. Malum hua ke jo shakhs apni aankho ko nangi karta hai, to uski sharam ga bhi nangi kar di jati hai. What is clear from this is, that the person who makes his eye naked, in other words, he doesn't look after it, then he is going to remove the veil of his chastity as well. And he is going to disgrace himself in this regard as well. اور جو شخص اپنی نگاہوں پر اللہ کے حکم کا پردہ ڈالے رکھتا ہے اس کی برکت سے اس کی شرمگاہ محفوظ رہتی ہے and the person who keeps the veil of the command of Allah Ta'ala on his gaze then with the برکت of this even his chastity will remain safe زنا تو بین الاقوامی طور پر مضموم فل کہا جاتا ہے لیکن بد نگاہی کو انسانوں کا کوئی خود ساختہ قانون حرام نہیں قرار دیتا so coming back to the original point حضرت says that زنا this every community regards as evil. But no man-made law has ever outlawed casting haram glances. And the reason for this is that no man-made law can rule over the eyes of people. Which man-made law is going to pass any law over the eyes of people? Nigaho ka muhasaba karna insan ke naqis ilm quwwat ki dastaras se bahar hai. To take a person to task for where he looked. This is beyond the capacity of man. Somebody is... How he's going to be taken to task and for account of where his eyes looked. This is beyond insan, beyond man to take this kind of accountability. Yehi dalil hai zehne insani ke banai huye qawanin ke naqis wa namukammal hone ki. This itself highlights that all man-made laws, these are very, very deficient. Uske bar'aks, wahiyya ilahi ne badnigahi ko bawajhe sabab maasiyat honne ke haram karar de diya. On the opposite is the wahi of Allah Ta'ala. One is man-made laws. And the other is the law of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala has made even casting haram glances totally forbidden. Because this becomes the means to sin. Yaha nigaho par Allah bi, par bi Allah ki hukumat hai. And on the eyes also is the kingdom of Allah Ta'ala and His rule. Because sirf hat ta'ala ki zaad paak hai, jo aankho aur sino ki khiyanat se baakhabar hai. Because only Allah Ta'ala is forever aware of all the deception of the eye and of the heart.